and welcome to 5-Minute Science. In this podcast, we talk about fun and exciting ideas in science in five minutes or less. Last week, we learned from NASA that the rover currently on Mars has made a very exciting discovery, organic carbon and seasonal variations in methane. But what does that mean? Today, we have a very special guest, my friend, Dr. Morgan Cable from the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, or JPL. Morgan, what can you Hello. tell us? Well, this is a very exciting news that has come from our largest rover that's present on Mars. This is the Mars Science Laboratory, also known as Curiosity. And like my friend Jeff said, there have been two big announcements that were that recently came out. Uh, the first one was that organic molecules were found on Mars. Now, organic just means that it contains carbon. That's one of the many elements that is important for life. Just because you find organic molecules, that doesn't necessarily mean you found life, but it points us in the right direction. It tells us that late in Mars's history, about 100 million years ago, when Mars was much warmer and wetter, it also had organic molecules there. That means that it seems like all of the ingredients needed for life to exist were present at the same time on Mars. So that's a very exciting result. It gives us hope that maybe we might find life that could still be there one day on Mars, possibly underground, uh, or that we may find evidence that Mars had life in its past, but it might not now. Wow, that's really that's really awesome. So, well, you want to hear something more awesome? Yes, always. The second result that Jeff mentioned was that we found methane. Uh, that's something that a lot of us, if we eat a lot of beans, you might end up uh, emitting some yourself. But we found methane on Mars. Now, that's not quite as exciting as the fact that it varies with the seasons. Now, previously, there were three theories for where the methane could come from on Mars. One of them could be from bacteria, from life. One of them could be from a special reaction that happens when liquid water reacts with volcanic rocks. And the third theory was that when meteorites and comets come in and hit the atmosphere, they can leave some methane. Now, the fact that this methane varies with the seasons means of those three guesses, we can now eliminate one and cut it down to two. We now know that the meteoritic input is not a theory that supports the evidence we see. Uh, and that's that's because it it wouldn't vary with the seasons because it's coming from away from the planet. Right. It would sort of be the same year round. Yeah. Right. The meteorites don't care if it's fall or summer or spring. So now we're down to two theories. One of them involves life, and one does not. And so we're one step closer to uh, finding out if life is really the answer. Uh, so it's very exciting. Again, this doesn't mean for sure that life is present on Mars, but we're getting evidence that, that um, more and more makes us think that that might be the case. Wow. Can you say a little bit more about the, the, the theory that does not involve life? The water, is that water and rocks? Sure. Uh, there are certain reactions that happen when liquid water interacts with minerals in some volcanic rocks. Uh, it's called serpentinization. Don't worry, you don't have to memorize that word. Uh, but what happens is uh, some of the, the chemicals interact and then they can generate methane as a byproduct. So uh, when scientists try to look for evidence of life, we have to be very careful and make sure that we understand all of the different ways we could see 
whatever we're seeing. And we try to eliminate all other possible hypotheses until we're only left with one. And that if it's life, then that means that life must be there. That's something that a famous scientist named Carl Sagan used to say a lot, that life has to be the hypothesis of last resort. You have to have eliminated all other options. And if you're just left with life as the explanation, that must be it. So I remember that the process of serpentinization also happens at the bottom of the oceans on Earth. Is that right? That's correct. It actually happens here on Earth. Anytime you have liquid water and you mix it together with certain types of minerals, they usually have to have iron in them uh, for that reaction to take place. Now, volcanoes tend to uh, produce rocks that have lots of iron in them. And so that's one of the reasons why uh, we think that that could be happening on Mars, because Mars has lots of volcanoes. They're not active anymore, at least not that we've seen. Uh, But in its past, it spewed all sorts of lava all over the surface. Uh, Mars actually has the largest volcano in the entire right. solar system, so, Olympus Mons. So that means that what we currently think is that it's either a sign of life or it's something else that is also very common here on Earth where we have life everywhere. That's correct. Wow. So what's the next step to uh, to eliminate one of the remaining two explanations? Well, Curiosity's mission is not yet done. That rover is going to continue to drive around and look for more evidence of either uh, past life or evidence of organic molecules, which life could maybe have utilized. Um, It will also continue, along with some spacecraft we have in orbit around Mars, to monitor this methane production. Uh, But hopefully some future missions will really help us uh, eliminate that last hypothesis and determine if life is present or not. We need some special instruments that can do, for example, um, that can measure the carbon isotope ratio. That's a way of being able to find out where that methane came from. Uh, Sometimes it can leave signatures in the molecules telling you whether it was modified by life or not. And that's something we're hoping to do with a future Uh, mission to Mars. Great. Well, that sounds like a topic for another episode. Uh, specifically on that, how we go from two to one explanation. So from what I've heard today, what we learned or what was announced last week is that we are now down to two explanations of what we see on the surface and in the atmosphere of Mars, that there is either life there or there is a mineral and water process going on. Um, And that's pretty exciting. I I hope to see in the next 10 years, getting closer to one explanation. Yeah, well, many of your viewers may be getting to the point where they might decide to become a scientist or an engineer one day. This could be a great thing for you to study. Who knows? You might be the first person to find life on Mars. So I think we're going to call it an episode. I really appreciate... That sounds great. Yeah, I really appreciate my friend Morgan, who took some time to chat with us today. And um, I hope you'll join us next time on five minute science um and have a wonderful day thanks again morgan thanks everyone thank you to my friend jeff for doing this podcast this was a lot of fun